0: you
1: What's up y'all? I'm pissed off. I am pissed off. That was just an awful display of of hockey by the Kings. Awful. Uninspired. No creativity. Offense is just totally shot. Thirteen five on five goals in the last eleven games. Are you joking? It's pathetic. <sighs> I mean. Yeah, I'm pissed. I was watching like that, watching that entire third period. You can't generate anything offensively when you're down by one with everything that's gone on. You have one win in the last 10 games. Rob Blake said it earlier. He's waiting for leadership to step up. We didn't see it tonight. Did not see it tonight. Not even close. Leadership on the ice, leadership behind the bench, man, awful, awful hockey. Man, I mean, you lose Saturday to Jonathan Quick, Rob Blake might have to have another presser here soon. I mean, I've never, I've never really been one to kind of criticize some of the decisions Tom McClellan made has made so far this season. I, I know I talk about trying to figure out a way to get England or get Spence and Clark in the game at the same time. Some of the line mates that PLD's been having, and I thought PL had a great game tonight. Like that line was just great, and it, it, I, I understood the decision to get him on the line with Kopitar because we just talked to him right now after the game, and he he talked about how. When you're going to run out a line, you're probably going to run out the line of Kobitar, Byfield, and Kempe as much as you are. Why not try to get P.L. on the line with them with how good he was playing? I mean, LaFerriere was playing just as well as Dubois was, too. So, uh McClellan, he even said right now, too, that he probably didn't give some other players who were playing good as much ice time as he should have, and I'm guessing that LaFerriere is one of those players because he was all over the puck tonight. But I'm 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 fucking over the excuses. I'm over them. You can't keep telling me that the go- the goaltending on the other side of the ice is what's keeping you out of these wins. You can't keep telling me that. You've played against better goaltending. You've played against good goaltending throughout the year when you've won these games. You score no goals five on 5 after one win in the last 10 games. Well, it's one win in the last 11 now. Can't use the excuse of you're trying to tighten up defensively. Defense hasn't been the problem. <laughs> That's what I don't get. Like, why are we talking about defense? Defense is not the issue. Yeah, sure, you gave up five goals to Dallas Stars. It was back-to-back, like, on the end of a 16 road trip. But throughout that entire road trip, it was, like, two goals, three, two, like, losses in overtime. Multiple. Defense is not the issue. I was, like, watching, like, toward the end of the game, like, when I think Riddich got pulled with, like, 250 left, like, three minutes left. You had to stop. There was a stoppage with, like, 158 left on the clock right after a shot on goal, right after uh, Saros made a save. And I'm thinking to myself, like, this – is a perfect time to call a timeout and set up a play. And nothing. Nothing. I asked McClellan right now, like, why did you wait till six seconds left on the clock when you had a stoppage with under two minutes left on the clock to utilize your timeout? And he pointed to it being an icing. That's actually not true. There was another stoppage right before that with 158 left. You can go ahead and look at the the play-by-play on NHL, whatever. There was a stoppage at 158, I believe. And you chose not to use your timeout. Set up a play, rest your big boys, because we know Andre Copitar needs it. That was a—you played an awful game tonight. And I'm never one to criticize Kopi; he deserves the praise. But he, man, you need to start reeling him back a bit. You need to really reel him back a bit. It's—it's it's getting that time. And I'm not even going to be the one to like. I'm not going to speculate on injuries. I know that the. the Injury word is huge with Kopitar. He's playing hurt. something going on. He might just be tired. Running him out there too long. What he had twenty three minutes tonight. What was the big talk after Rob Blake made the trade for P. L. Dubois? You have a spine down the middle. You have Kopitar. You have Dano. You have P. L. Dubois. You are not giving P. L. Dubois the players to succeed with. I'm sorry, you give him Jared Anderson-Dolan the wing, and I thought Anderson-Dolan had a great game tonight. What has Arthur Cali have done to deserve that demotion? He can score. Sure, his his defensive liabilities are maybe there, but this isn't a defensive problem. You are not scoring. You are not scoring five on five. It's gross. Awful. I'm heated. Oh, man, I don't blame all the fans that were booing after the game was over. I was—I would have been right there with you if I was sitting in the crowd. I would have been right there. That was an awful showing by this team tonight. That is desperate for a win. Desperate. You just had Edmonton pass you in the wild. You are a number two seed in the wild card. You are barely holding on for a playoff spot. And this is the game you put out against a Nashville team. I'm pissed. Man. Got steam coming out of my ears. It's, oh, I cannot, you cannot, oh. You have to figure out a way to get Spence and Clark in the lineup at the same time. You have, you're, you're desperate for offense right now. You have to figure out to get your best players, your best scorers in the lineup at the same time. Play your best players. Don't give me the shit about Andreas England being this guy you can hit and whatever. I don't care. This is They're not looking for physicality right now. You're, you're winning games of physicality? You're not winning games of physicality. Look what he just did. He, I mean, I, I'm not even going to – I hate shitting on individual players, but, like, and there's not even an excuse for what he's done so – he's played so well for this t- entire season. But England is not the answer right now. He steps up to make a hit, and that's the big play. That's what are going to show on the video board, the hit of the game, the a hit that, that leads to a two-on-one chance for the Predators. That's the play of the game. That's what you're going to highlight? Oh. Focus is not there. This team needs a whip. Like, they, you, you need to get this team riled up. And I, that's what I was so happy about in the first period. Like, that physicality. There was a, there was a chippiness. There was an edge. There was a bite to that game. And I'm, like, I'm thinking to myself, like, yes, this is great. I want to see these teams get involved physical. Like, I need to see them, like, oh, just like, the after the whistle scrums, yes, let's see Kempe involved. Let's see Matt Roy involved. Let's get these players fired up to play this game. And I just, you just, it just disappeared. Power play is just anemic. When are you going to keep – why do you keep running out the first power play unit when they're all – I get they scored. I totally get it. And it was a little bit was off a broken play just by Drew Dowdy with another bomb. But why do you keep running out the first power play unit when they utilized a minute 30 every time, every time it's 90 seconds on the ice and you give the second power play unit, who's looked better, who's looked way better than the first power play unit, about 30 seconds of time. And what's, what's even the point? What's the point? What's the point of even putting them out there? You get 30 seconds, they barely set up with 10 seconds left, and all of a sudden it's five on five, and you have th- two centermen on the ice, and the only line you have left to throw out there is the fourth line with Trevor Lewis, Carl Grudsham, and Arthur Kalia against the top six of the Nashville Predators. Awful. Some of these decisions, man, I'm telling you, like this, this one pissed me off. Out of all of them, this one pissed me off the most. You come home after this road trip, you're trying to make a statement. Rob Blake just talks to the media all day this morning, answering question after question after question. Talking about how P.L. Dubois just looking to do more down the middle. Then you move. the Very next game tonight, move to the wing. Execution. The key word. No execution. Nothing. If they pull Jordan Spence out of the lineup for Brant Clark next game, I'm going to lose my shit. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to lose my shit. You are desperately searching for offense, and you're going to pull – you're going to keep switching out your one of your best playmakers on the blue line? That, that can't happen. Can't. Can't. Ugh. I am – I am absolutely heated. Let need to take a breath. I'm sweating. Ugh. Let's go to you guys. Someone else needs to jump in here. And before you guys jump in here and start talking about Fire the Coach, I, I totally understand it and I get a lot of your criticisms, and I get that we're at, but I want to hear something else. I want to see what else you can do, because we all know that's not going to happen. We know that's not going to happen. Rob Blake said it so this morning. He said so. That change is not happening. He trusts his coach. He trusts his team to get out of it. So I want to hear something else that you guys can tell me. What What else or what do you think about the game? Blake, let's start with you. I put you on the spot. So you got the mic, buddy.
0: Thanks for having me, Russell. Yeah, I, I, uh, I saw just – it's just the same frustrating thing over and over again. Um, I thought David Riddick was fantastic tonight. I think, uh, mm-hmm. yep. I think he's had two goals saved above uh, expected. Fantastic. He's been – Every game he's had, for the Kings, I think he's been positive and goal save above expected. It's not our goalie's fault at all, and it's honestly not even our defense's fault. Like you should exactly. not lose. This team is way too talented to score one goal like consistently. I mean, I honestly haven't seen this team have an offensive explosion at all. And I like, I like how you mentioned the uh, the power play. It's the same thing every time. The, def- the definition thing. of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again. Same guys out there. Same setup, no one cutting, wasting ninety seconds, not even giving mm-hmm. the second second uh, power play unit a chance to do anything, mm-hmm. and then I, I don't know. It's it's the exact same thing. I, I they have to do whatever it takes to generate more offense. If it if it means sacrificing a little bit, a little bit defensively, fine. I don't care. Brant Clark, yeah. Jordan Spence have to both play. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's on the same line or not. They both need to be out there Saturday against the Rangers. If they lose to Jonathan Quick at home for a second time this season,
1: oh, I don't even want to think about it. I don't. I don't want to think uh, about it.
0: I mean, this team uh, right now—it's honestly unbelievable to think how this team was. I honestly thought three weeks ago this team could win the President's Trophy. Yeah, and we're talking about it right now. There's a, uh, there is a chance this team doesn't have a playoff spot by next week. I mean, how unbelievable <laughs> is that?
1: Like, oh. Uh. It's, it's actually quite believable with what we've been watching the last month and, oh, and a half or so. I mean, right? totally. It's, it's, and I'm honestly, I'm expecting it because this team has really shown nothing to prove me wrong. Right. Nothing to prove me that they're a playoff team. Nothing to prove me that they can score. And I don't, unless they start making some drastic changes on the blue line, like you talked about, having Brent Clark and Jordan Spence. And I'm not even going to say that's the only, like, that's going to fix everything. Like, you might have to do more drastic changes than that. You have to, like, if you're telling me P.L. Dubois and Kevin Fiala were sacrificing too much defensively, but how much? How many points did P.L. Dubois have with Fiala in the first couple games? Why aren't you giving him a chance to succeed?
0: Yeah, I think... Build uh, a
1: note. Build a note is not... I, I love to know he's been great. That line as a whole has probably been the best line. But Bill Deneau is not a top six center on a Stanley Cup winning team. That's that's not why he should have been – why P.L. Dubois was brought in here. Dubois was brought in here to play with skilled players to provide offensive production. That's exactly what Rob Blake said when he made the trade. His One of his first sentences, he said, we added a player who can add production right away. We have not seen it because you have not given him the chance. And you keep pointing to five-on-five five scoring. That's, that's great. But when he's only out there about 13, 14 minutes a night, how much five-on-five five scoring are you going to get? You're not going to get that because he was generating a, a lot more scoring playing first power play minutes in Winnipeg, playing 18 to 20 minutes a night. So that five-on-five five scoring is definitely going to take, take a dip until you give him the skilled wingers to play with. And it, we haven't seen it.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. I mean, I think I saw – I think Dubois played 11 games with Kevin Fial on the same line this year. 11. I mean – and I think in five of those games he had multiple points. I think I saw that stat you somewhere. Did? Like it, crazy that we're talking at it's been ten losses out of eleven, and we haven't tried that once. Uh-huh. We I mean this uh-huh. I thought Dubois played a really good game overall tonight. Was I, know, awesome, I, know Honestly, dumb, was I know he took that dumb I know he took that dumb penalty. Whatever. He was driving towards the net. He was creating he was creating good chances offensively. He was great. And I mean, no disrespect to Jared Anderson Dolan, like you said, but we're talking about a center who just paid eight and a half million dollars a year for eight years. And we are playing him with no disrespect, the worst player on the team. I mean, he is, let's just call it as it is. We have guys who are getting healthy scratch are better than him, who mm-hmm. could drive more offensively and create this team. Like Arthur Kaliev, being getting, being in Todd's, Todd's doghouse. It's it's honestly, it doesn't make any sense. Samuel Fahimo. I know this team hasn't said he's practiced with the team yet. I, I don't understand what, what are they waiting for? The, is averaging almost a goal game. In Ontario, the Kings aren't generating anything offensively. Why not give them a chance? Like this team, is,
1: it's it just needs a spark. And I'm not like like I said, I'm not going to say that adding one player or this is going to like change or fix everything. But you, this team needs a, like something to energize them a bit because you just going to continue riding and say you you can't give me that line. Like, oh, I'm just going to wait for these players to pull themselves out of it. I'm sorry, you can't. You can't continue to have this happen. And sure, it might it might happen, but, like, when you're going to continue the slide, it's more often than not that if you don't fix anything, what's the definition of insanity? I think you said it, like, it's good, good, thinking that things you're not going to change, whatever. I can't even fucking think right now. I'm so pissed, but it's just, like, you have to provide some sort of spark to this team, whether it be adding Sammy Fagama, adding Brent Clark and Jordan Spence. Bring up fucking Akil Thomas for all I care. Like, do something to energize his team. And like you said, no disrespect to Jerry Anderson Dolan. This is a player you put on waivers at the start of the season and now you're playing him with your premier acquisition that you got over the summer. And how are you gonna how are you gonna ignite a fan base and try to get them behind a player like Peel DuBois who's got all this all this baggage coming over to him? How you're trying to make excuses about oh he's a great player. He's now he's playing at a place where he wants to be. And the fir- and the player you haven't playing with most is a rookie and a fringe AHL NHL player.
0: Yeah, it's tell insane. me tell me that. No, it's it's insane. I, I think uh after watching today's game, I think one change I, I would like to see is co- the kopitar Kempe Byfield line split up.
1: Yeah. It is something
0: it's something it is not working. I think I know Byfield's natural position growing up as a center. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's somewhere where you can put Dubois, Kempe, and someone else on the same line. Maybe try Byfield at center centering. The th- I, I don't know. They, they need to try- change something. If we see the same lineup on Saturday, what what the hell do they think is going to happen? I mean, do, are, yeah. they, are they really going to think something is just going to m- m- just magically change against a, a really talented Rangers team? I mean, the team, like the schedule, the schedule is not getting, is not getting much easier. They're playing really good teams. I don't know. I don't care.
1: Like I don't even care. Like you're you're playing really good teams. These are teams like I, I appreciate hopping be? on here, Blake. I'm going I'm gonna yeah, of course, hundred uh, percent. Thank you, Russ. Always appreciate hopping on here, buddy. Um, <laughs> like the excuse of you're playing good teams. I don't. I honestly don't give a fuck anymore. You're playing good teams. You should be beating these good teams. You are a good team. I thought. You can't beat good teams. That's your excuse now. I use that excuse every like during the road trip. I wasn't I wasn't that upset during the sixth game when there was about six games there, winless streak, whatever you want to call it. I wasn't that upset. Yeah, you can tell me you're on a long road trip, you're playing against Tampa Bay, Florida, Carolina, like whatever. You're you, you got this extended road trip, but it's getting to a point where like if you can't figure out a way to beat Nashville at home after this road trip and and people talk about like, oh, you come off a, a long road trip, it's almost like another road game. Like I I really don't I don't care about that. You're you're supposed to show some desperation to a fan base who's been calling for you, you you to fire your coach. You need to show some desperation, whether it's the players who may want to play behind the coach or it's the coach that chooses to change some things up, and that's that hasn't happened yet. Hasn't happened. Uh, let's go to Joey. Joey, what's up, man?
2: Oh, rough,
1: rough, rough. Joey, Joey, Joey.
2: What the fuck, man? I I know you I know you were there. Was it as hard to watch live as it was on TV? Because that might have yeah, been dude. one of the hardest yeah, hockey like, games I've ever seen.
1: It was like nails in a chalkboard, man. I'm telling you, like oh you just watch dumping God. after dumping, and nothing come up after that.
2: They were suffocated. They couldn't do anything. I, I mean, it's frustrating. Like I think they said on the ESPN broadcast. Well, Ferraro was just all over the Kings tonight, so Good. that, that Good. made it even it was made it made it emphasis on it but uh, i think they said the kings out them like two the the national predators like two to one or something like that um i but dude the amount of <laughs> two on ones or three on twos were not getting any shots it's it's sickening like i don't i don't it, understand the plays like denoe in the slot and then he tries to go like behind the back between three guys to a back door, Like, what do we do? Like, just shoot mm-hmm. the puck. Mm-hmm. Just shoot the puck. Like, this game needs to be simplified, which is, I don't understand, because I know that's, like, Todd's thing. He's He said it, like, Globetrotter hockey. You know? Like, I I don't know why they're just not shooting the puck. And I, hey, I know... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead,
1: sorry. No, go ahead.
2: No, I, I know Kobe's the gold, golden child, and I love Kopey to death for everything he's done. But, like, dude, this 10-game stretch, he's been abysmal. This was, like, his... Best faceoff percentage in the last ten games, but I mean he's been terrible on the dot. He, I don't know what it is. It's like they kick it to him on the on the power play on the side to like get it in, and he fumble fucks it. It's mm-hmm. I, I think he, like you said he's tired. That's what we didn't didn't we brought Dubois in here to have this right so we can take the load off off his back. But we are not.
1: Played. But you're Second not doing most it. most amount of minutes tonight. 23 minutes and 26 seconds. Yeah. And it was a minus one and had one shot on goal.
2: The guys who played the most are fucking signing up for AARP tomorrow. Like, <laughs> what do we doing?
1: LeFarriere Leferri- had two shots on goal in 11 minutes and 48
2: seconds. LeFarriere has looked fantastic these last 10 games. I'm telling you. I've been telling you
1: guys, LeFarriere, this is like, like – Dude, I
2: love, I love Laffy Taffy.
1: Like my he's, love, my love ranks from Quentin Byfield to Laffy Taffy. Those two. He's. It's 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 tough to it's like tough to forget like or it's easy to forget he's a rookie. Like yeah. This is his first year and he plays like a vet. That's what that's what's so cool to watch is you're seeing him make all these moves and be a lot more comfortable and confident with the puck on a stick and a lot of those moves that I saw him make throughout the rookie faceoff and those preseason games playing playing with mostly rain players he's starting to make those games in the NHL now too. And for him to make that and, and be that comfortable and confident uh, as a rookie so far, yeah, you're, we're seeing a, a player that's on the rise. And uh, shit, like give him fucking top six minutes at this point if you're gonna yeah. if you're gonna see a player who's gonna play that good. And I think that that's why I said I think that's the player that McClellan's talking about. That maybe he didn't give him as much ice time as he probably should have.
2: Yeah, and and like we talked about it, like he's it, we talked about it last Twitter Spaces. I think it's like. It seems like the game has slowed down a little bit for him, which is great because he looks he looks quicker. He looks like his decision making is is um, you know faster. What do you? I, I know there's no way in hell they would do this, but like put Kopi down with Moore and Fiala. Put put Dubois up on that. First line, even though they roll out that Dano line first, usually, mm-hmm. and then have Dano center the third. Like, why not? What the fuck else do you have to lose? Uh dude, I'm, Deneau, I'm Deneau, 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 Deneau would play great with that third line. deno can play anywhere.
1: Yeah, that's the thing, and that's exactly why I thought P.L. Dubois was brought into here to do. Like, now you have Phil deno who's been talked about as one of your one of the best, not just on the team, but one of the best two way centers in the NHL. And like, let's be honest, like offensive production was never something that people talked about with Phil Dineau. It That wasn't, that wasn't like his like MO, right? Like it was always, yeah, just, he, was, he came in to be a defensive specialist, he came in to be that tight checking forward that we needed that like Jared stall type player that can play behind Kobatar and the Mike Richards of, of the Kings teams in the past. And now you kind of just, you have been playing with Kevin Fiala, who's your best playmaker on the team mm-hmm. and Trevor Moore, who's your leading goal scorer. And, yeah, a lot of that probably has to do with Phil Deneau being there. But when you're desperate for offense, you have to figure out a way to create more balance. Because at this point, you have P.L. Dubois just kind of making plays with LeFarriere, and they have really no one else to turn to. And the top, If the top line's not going, your second line's the only line that's going. And McClellan even mentioned it. The fourth line is the fourth line is Trevor Lewis and Carl Grunstrom. Like, and Carl, uh, Kaliev, who shouldn't be playing fourth line minutes. You're desperate for yeah. offense, and that's the line you want to run out there? You have to give me a player like Foggy Mo, Thomas, Turcotte. Call up some young player that's got some legs that can provide some energy to this team because this team desperately needs it. Yeah,
2: and and I know Todd's M O has always been we got to roll four lines, we got to roll four lines. It's like, dude, at some point you got to mix it up and you got to not roll four lines. Yeah, like you got to put the people out there. Like Dubois had a fantastic game, Mm -hmm. fantastic. That was probably one of the best games I've seen. Dubois in in a Kings uniform, you know, sucks. He didn't get a goal, but he definitely deserved one. Like throwing the body around, it's like, dude, yeah, that's what you need to do. Like you're six five or whatever, how tall you are. Yeah. Like throw throw your weight around and win some battles. <laughs> um, you know, he 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 looked great. I just if like you guys have mentioned, if there's no lineup changes, I I just. Like, and against Quick, and the, I'm just, like, I'm dreading Saturday night. Quick, I'm, I'm, I'm going to call
1: right now. Quick's going to shut us out on Saturday. It's, I mean, by the way this offense looks right now, if that happens, holy shit, man. Holy shit.
2: It's, it's so stale. And if I see one more cross-ice pass on the power play through eight guys, I'm going to lose my mind.
1: <laughs> I, I, I just. I don't like understand. Like some of your power play, like what like the last couple of power play goals have been just clappers by Drew in the blue line, just because of, he gets the puck and he's like, okay, I have nothing else to do with it. Let me just shoot it, and it happens to go in. Like, why not we do that? Why don't we try that more? Let's try. Let's try shooting at the pad and try to create some rebounds. Do a little garbage, garbage stuff in front. Quit peeling the bought having screened the goaltender. If you're worried about the goaltender seeing everything or making all these saves, why don't you make the goaltender a little uncomfortable then? Why don't you start creating yeah. a little traffic in front of the net? That way you're going to muck it up a bit.
2: And, and that's how most of these, these power play goals are scored in the NHL. Like, dude, these guys are good. Mm-hmm. These, the goalies are great. Like, you got to get traffic in front and get dirty. Like, I, it's just it's so frustrating to to, to watch. And I, I was throwing things at my TV <laughs> today. Like, uh. just... Absolutely, I'm so glad. I was gonna go tonight, and I'm just very
1: yeah, I know. It's like, very
2: glad that I decided to. Um, it's it's to stay home and and scream. It's so funny
1: because like I, I don't know, I don't know if you guys know, but I sit next to Andrew Noel in the press box, and like usually Andrew, like he's been off because he had he had a, a child, and like so, congrats to Andrew on that. And like, but like he's usually the one. He, he's very welcome to a lot of my criticisms I talk about throughout the game like I, I'm a fan up there right so I'm trying to I'm really trying to hold in a lot of my like anger and issues that I have but he's really well, welcome to listen to it so I haven't had that so I like that's why I've had all this pent-up emotion throughout watching this game because I'm with you i like I was ready to throw things like my, yeah. I was ready to break my laptop up there like watching this offense perform <laughs> that's how bad it was so like it's it's something's got to happen but joey i appreciate you hopping on here i'm gonna jump to the next speaker
2: yeah no let somebody else on appreciate you as always we'll we'll chat
1: yes sir uh let's go to big mouth barry you're you were quite calm last time so i'm curious to see how you are this time mr barry how you doing big mouth (laughs) barry
3: Sylvester Stallone imitation okay, okay, and, and say women weakened legs <laughs> that's, that's that's gotta be the only excuse for what happened out there is that they came home they got some loving and then they were like oh yeah I've got no legs I mean you know all this talk okay, about, that's a new one I like it though you know all this all this talk <laughs> about about you know I won't say it firing the coach but Mm-hmm. Jim Hiller's got to take some blame here too. I mean, you know, you didn't—you probably didn't see it on the on the uh, on the ESPN feed, but we're thirtieth at home on the power play at twelve percent. You know, we scored one today, thank you, Drew Dowdy. Um, mm-hmm. But but it, it's it's you know, there's there's got to be a little blame there on uh, on uh, on Mr. Hiller and his and his play calling. Um, you know, we're not losing these games by, you know, the, the, we only got blown out once really. I mean, maybe, maybe the, the Detroit game,
1: but yeah.
3: you know, and I still, I still don't understand. Dallas
1: too, maybe. Yeah. But,
3: yeah. but yeah, Well, yeah, Dallas, you yeah, know, Dallas notwithstanding, but it's, it's, <laughs> you know, and I know everybody's calling for Spence and, but you know, it's now 52 games. He hasn't scored a goal. Yes. He's, he's got some mm-hmm. assists, but we need goals guys. We don't need assists. We need goals so i don't i don't quite know what the heck the the answer is there especially on the back end but i'm gonna i'm i'm not putting this solely on on todd i'm I'm putting this on on Jim hiller and his lousy play calling i mean you know you got to fire the offensive coordinator you know
1: um well Hiller only i think i mean I, I believe uh he only really has control over the power play i mean he could be have probably more control over the, than that but it's he's definitely the person in charge of the power play so I mean, that's, like, for the power play to be as anemic as it's been the last few games, like, and you're just going to keep running that first unit out there every time. Every time. Like, just change it up. Give me the second unit to start. Why not? Give it one one time. One time. Because even, like, even today, I think there was a, a penalty that, what, Kempe drew a penalty or something like that? You had that first line out there, and then Kopitar is right back out there for the power play. And it's just Listless, just lacking energy. Like, give me the second unit to start.
3: You know, the, the other thing that, that I would say, and and uh, you know, and Dave said it said it best. Why don't why are they not flipping PLD and Kopi? I mean, PLD should be up there in that top lane, and put Kopi on the third line with JAD and and you know whoever else they want to trot out there. Um, you know, I'd like to see I'd like to see what what uh, LaFerriere does with with Kopi. Um, you know, on that third line, and give Kopey less minutes. You know, he, every he seems to be tired. Um, so you know, why not give uh, PLD, who seems to be you know coming up? anyway, that that would be my my suggestion. Very frustrating, yes, of course, yes. You know, and 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 I'm sure you, you know Blake said what he's supposed to say. You know, what is it, mm-hmm. you, know, what yeah. is, you know, what is he, what is he going to say? Oh, yes. What do we
1: expect, right?
3: Right, right. It's like, oh, if we lose these next two games, yes, I'm going to have to think about firing the coach. No, 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 no. It's like, <laughs> if, you know, if, if we lose these next four, you know, against San Jose, then you got it, then you got it. If this just, team you know,
1: slips out of a playoff spot yeah. and it's like getting to that point, then, okay, conversations are going to start to happen. And I try to. I'm 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 always going to be reluctant to it because I like I have to be honest with you guys I'm face to face with Tom McClone so I'm not going to be calling for anybody's job to change or anything like that but if it gets to a point if it gets to that point then I'm going to start being pretty vocal about it so. Like, uh, like that's, that's why, like, I'm, I'm not going to do it, but I mean, it's getting there. We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah. And
3: then you, and then you'll get the wrath of Mike Altieri like I did.
1: (laughs) I I don't know about that. So I'm I'm just going to hands off there. So, yeah. And
3: and by the way, thank you. Thank you for doing this. I'll I'll let somebody else speak, but you've got so many wonderful King fans out there listening. Like, that's what, it's just great. That's the thing. It's just it's, it's just, it's just so great that you do this, you know, and, and again, we, you know, we're all frustrated, but, um, you know, so thanks for the, uh, thanks for letting me, uh, have my, uh, my five minutes of, uh, of time. So,
1: and I'll, uh, yes, I'll to somebody else. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate you, bud. Have a good one. Um, let's go to, someone DM'd me to to hop on here. They had some things. Oh, it was Ian. Ian I saw your DM, Ian. You don't have to yell at me. All right. I saw your DM. And this message. Ian, you got the mic know you wanted it we are so fucking ass holy fuck we are
4: dog shit bro
1: all right give me something give me like uh like give me constructive criticism here you like i don't okay. know I want you to jump on here and just say we're ass But I, I appreciate it but what do you, well, got? That's,
4: what do you got for me I'm, okay. so first i want to start off by saying like when i joined and you were going off in the beginning I, well, I had my headphones on, and the bro felt like you yelling at me. I'm like, damn, what the fuck did I do, bro? <laughs> oh, I <I'm laughs> told you guys, I set <laughs>
1: up anger after that game. Like, I'm usually pretty quiet when in, in the press room, but today, like, I, I needed to know why there was no timeout calls with two minutes left. Why are you not setting up a play at that point? Yeah,
4: like, yes. That, so...
1: I, I, that 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 pissed me off more than anything. Like, like but I didn't even ahead.
4: see that part because, like, I turned that shit off. I didn't want to watch.
1: So you knew what was gonna bro. happen, right?
4: Yeah. Good. Yeah, we were not going to score for shit, and they're going to pull the goalie, and they would just either score the empty netter or we would just hold on. We weren't going to do anything. It was. And I got one of my, uh, my mom's friends, uh, he's not able to go to, to the game on Saturday, so he gave us like three tickets. So okay. I'm going to that game.
1: I'm sure, but I'm only sure quite for, re- oh. re- reluctantly, I'm sure.
4: Yes, but I'm only going to see the Johnson tri- 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 tribute. Yeah. That's ho- hopefully, which, yeah. That's the only. Way I, that's the only reason I'm going.
1: We need to talk about that. So, anybody coming to the game, like there should be like this. This guy deserves everything in terms of whatever tribute they have set up for him because I, I understand he's probably got a little bit of a, a I don't know. He's kind of upset with the fan base. Or not the fan base, the franchise, you could say. But, the, like, he deserves all the accolades and praise and whatever that's going to happen. So, that I'm looking forward to. But I'm definitely not looking forward to him performing well against the Kings. Which, at this point, I pretty much expect to happen.
4: Yeah, like, I find myself, like, rooting against this team in hopes to fight Todd. Like, like I'm I'm that. not the, I'm almost to the point. To point. We can't get I'm to I'm trying not to, but it, it's they're making it extremely difficult, extremely. Like, uh, it's just I, insane. Yeah. And Kopi, I love him to death, but get him off the first line, please. Just demote him or do something. Like he is not doing anything.
1: Where where do you want to play Kopitar? What what lines <laughs> do you want to see?
4: Any uh, like, I would like to see him maybe second line. If not the line, just somewhere like in the middle. Just we need someone else to do that top line. Maybe like do like Pierre Luc Deva, some so, someone else. Mm-hmm. Like we just he just I love
1: just let not do anything. Ian, I think you're cutting out, or is that is that me? Can you guys hear Ian or am I cutting out? Can you guys hear me? Thumbs up if you can hear me. Ian you, Hello? Ian, you there? I think everybody, I think you cut out for a second. Can you guys hear me? Thumbs up. Hayden said thumbs up. I think I'm seeing thumbs up there. Right, perfect. Ian, Ian I'm going to jump to the next person because I think you were cutting out for a second, but I, obviously I appreciate you hopping on here, man. Um, Namor, uh, at Roman underscore whole. I don't know if I've had you on here before. Uh, Roman, but I saw your I saw your DM DM, so I want to get you on here. What's
5: up? What's up? Hey, what's up, Russ? How you
1: doing? I'm doing pretty good, man.
5: Oh, I've been better, man. This sucks. (laughs) I feel your pain.
1: I feel your pain. I feel your pain.
5: I guess I had a a question for you because I I figured you have more of an inside scoop than I do. But I saw Helene Elliott and Todd's comment today from the uh, press conference that. Some you know classic cryptic. Kope's not a hundred percent, but no mm-hmm. one is. But do you, do you think Kope's injured with something like like what's going on there? Because I was at the game tonight and he did not look like himself.
1: Man, I I don't know because like part of me like wants to say yes. I I, I mean we'd be totally speculating because we're even guessing because I mean the team hasn't given us any indication and. As much as it was, like, it it seemed like a cryptic kind of response. Like, they posted the the video. You guys have to kind of see Rob Blake's interaction with Helene there because the way he kind of answered the question would make it indicate that maybe he is injured. injured. But then again, like I said, like, I'd be guessing at that point. But if you're the organization and you know he's injured, yet you still run him out there for 23 minutes, that's – It's crazy. Then, Then why are we doing that right
5: Yeah. And, and and not to mention in that in that Dallas game right in front of the net, he got, you know, body slammed to the deck a couple times, which obviously yeah. didn't didn't help.
1: Yeah. So it's funny like they uh, McClellan actually was just asked about it and talked about the, the minutes and Kopitar's minutes. Oh, excuse me. um, And he even talks about like for tomorrow, he said he's going to have a meeting with Kopitar in the morning to see about maybe just keeping keeping him off the ice for practice. So just to kind of ease back his workload, and, like, for my my assumption, like, okay, well, are we going to be seeing some, like, line changes? Because how are you going to, like, be able to change anything up if you don't have one of your centers practicing? Which I totally get you want to try to limit a little bit of uh, Kopitar's workload. But at this point, when you're kind of searching for offense and searching for answers at five-on-five, I don't know. I, you have to be able to figure out. A, I mean, this is one of your few practices. You haven't had a, a practice like this at home in a while, right? So, yeah, if you, if you have the chance to to see some new things during practice time, I would feel like you would try to get everybody out there. But yeah, I, I think it's just it's, it is what it is.
5: It's confusing, but um, I guess I'll 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 try to be the speaker today that comes in with the point of optimism. The if best I like thing I saw today those, is that Arvidsson is skating again and that's right. i think what we need so desperately is a shooter someone with speed and a righty a fucking righty a right-handed shooter we need that so desperately on one of our top lines someone that isn't Loth, because yeah. he's been doing great for a rookie but let's be honest he's five goals so far if he has 15 goals that's an amazing amazing year for him and i if he does that, then I tip my cap to him, and that's absolutely awesome. But I, I don't think he's gonna get there. Maybe it's, maybe it's twelve, maybe it's thirteen. I don't know. But I hope that RV coming back is the spark that we need. I'm gonna heed your advice in terms of not getting on the fire Todd train, but um. yeah it's it's pissing me off what you're seeing in the lineup right now it's 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 really frustrating and like you said if if on Saturday against the Rangers the only lineup change is Clark back in for Spence it's just like what are we doing here what are we
1: doing yeah yeah no I 100% agree and when with Laffey it's like this isn't a player that was expected to come in and be like a 20 plus goal scorer for the Kings he was just he was just supposed to come in and kind of take a spot until Arvidsson comes back and, and unfortunately Arvidsson's been out for so long but Laferriere's been playing like you said he's been looking really good as a rookie yeah and, I, he, and-
5: he's been he's bad like some Fiala-esque moves he's been the guy that's yeah. dropping other opponents pants like no one else on the team is
1: mm-hmm.
5: exactly like trying to
1: make plays trying to create something I and mean, even he, dude he like dented the post tonight which yep. was, I can, I yeah, really too. but that
5: I, I just think you know I think RV is the perfect slot in that's who PLD needs That's what PLD needs on a line with him. He needs a veteran player who knows how to score, who has playoff experience, who's fast, who's a good shooter, who knows how to attack the net. I think I think that's how you see PLD's production explode. And that's I'm just trying to be optimistic because it's hard to be right now, Russ. It's hard.
1: It's very, very hard right now. You have one win in eleven games. And like I said, like you had mentioned too, you're not making a lot of lineup changes and, and there have been some, but even before, like when this streak like originally started, I think it was going back to the, the game against Toronto at home when that was when they made all the big drastic changes, when they separated Kempe and Kopitar and had Trevor Moore with Kopitar and all that, all that nonsense going on. And you, you ran it out there for one game and then you went right back to what everything, what you've been running throughout the entire year. Like, like, give me, and I'm glad you mentioned like, oh, Arvidsson needs or Arvidsson would be perfect with PL and, and Ferry because actually, I messaged somebody that, like, I, I believe I messaged uh, my colleague Joe Paterino from Hockey Royalty. I messaged him that same thing, like, dude, like, a, a 78, 80, and 33 line would go so fucking hard. Oh, it, would, it would be awesome. It would be insane. Awesome. Especially with, like, the energy that we bring to to PL, who, who needs a little bit of a more energy winger on his side, so you have Lafayette and Arvidsson on, on those wings. I mean, we'll see if it gets to that point where we're even playing with those. Yeah, or, or even,
5: even you go back to the nice line and then put more with, with PLD, something yeah. like that. I don't know.
1: Oh, the nice line would be perfect because if you could have that nice line be what it was again, then you have Fiala playing with PL who was actually providing offense when they were together. <laughs> that sounds like a pretty good lineup to me. Exactly. i cool with that. It's, it's probably better. It's definitely better than the, what they're running now.
5: Yeah. But, and, Ray, and then I, this is this is my Ray, last question. I'll let you go on yeah, to someone but else. But what what do you think about on the? Because I guess the rationale with the defensive swaps with Clark and uh, Spence is England's a lefty, Anderson's a lefty, and Gabrikov's a lefty too, right? Yeah. Yeah, so,
1: that's the only I rationale.
5: Mean, <laughs> I mean, what is this is from someone who yeah. never played hockey growing up, and I'm just a I just love my LA Kings. Is it that crazy to have four righties in the lineup? Like, could we not do Roy and Clark and Gabrikov and Spence and keep Mikey and Dowdy together? Like, I, I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to think. What 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 impact does that really have on the game having two righties on the ice at the same time? It,
1: it's it's difficult. It's it's very difficult, especially if we're talking about trying to do it for a, a young player. But I mean, we saw it happen last year when you when, you, when we saw Sean Durzi get moved to left side. The I mean, he and he was only a second year player. And at first, I was kind of reluctant to see that because I thought you had um, enough talent as far as like they just were so committed to playing Alex Edler every night, and I thought you had enough talent in Jake Morvarra to play him. So you had three lefties. So that's why it was it was a little concerning because I I thought Sean Dursey's defensive efficiencies really really came to light when he was playing on the left side but but also like if you looked at the expected goal share and this is going to be for anybody who hates analytics you're going to hate this but that line of Dursey and Roy was the best on the Kings because they provided yeah. a lot of offense because you have a player who's playing like that's the thing it's going to be really hard for a player who's playing on his off wing on the defense on the blue line because with puck retrievals and trying to get the puck out of your zone, you're on your backhand or you have to turn and make a pass really quick. So that's difficult. But when you're in the offensive zone and you have the puck on your off wing, you have you already have the puck in the middle of the ice on your stick. You are ready for a shot and you're in a better yeah. opportunity to make it happen. And when I when I see a player like Brent Clark who's probably who probably reads the play better than anybody on this team, I I, I feel like you have to give him a chance to make that to to do that. And if you are playing with a player like Matt Roy, a player who's definitely responsible, who's played with a, a, another right shot player on his other side already, I think you have to try that out to figure out a way to get Spence and uh, Clark in the same lineup. Because in fifty plus minutes, I looked up the I looked up the the metrics. Fifty plus minutes of time with Gavrikov and Spence together, their metrics are outstanding. So give me that, give me Clark and Roy. Let's run it. Let's see what happens. Just for a game, because right yeah. now the offense is nothing. So you have to try something. And-
5: and that's that's another guy like Kopi, who I'm still wondering if is not fully hundred percent. Is Gabrikov. I, I, he he doesn't look quite as dominant defensively as he did october through mid-december let's say
1: yeah it's it's weird because like the thing with gavrikov i think he's been pretty still really strong defensively especially it's like standing up for in the sure zone but like we don't see him involved offensively as much as we used to right like it was always no. it always seemed like he was really down around the net trying to make things happen offensive maybe that's something that they need to talk with gavrikov maybe it'll be a little bit more aggressive because i'm seeing it with matt roy i'm seeing it with mikey anderson
5: But Roy's doing a great job of it in my opinion. But
1: like, it's like the thing is too, though, like those aren't your offense. Like those players don't really scream offensive production either. So if like, those are the players, defensive players that you're trying to really have provide offense the blue line and jump into the play as much. uh, I think you need to try to figure out something else there.
5: Yeah. All right, Ross. Well, listen, I'll let you move on to someone else. This, this, fucking sucks, <laughs> but I still have faith in this Just team. Right. I still have faith in this Just team. Right. I think we can do it. I think we'll bounce back. I think the All-Star break will be huge for us. Hopefully, Arvidsons in the lineup on the flip side of that, and I, I think we'll be back.
1: I love the positivity, man. I think we all need to hear that. So, but I appreciate you hopping on here, buddy. Yeah,
5: all right. right. Thanks, Russ.
1: Oh, maybe we needed some positivity there. I appreciate uh, him for, for saying all that, because I mean, I think just for all, our, all of our mental state, right? Um, uh, let's go to uh, Matthew. I, haven't, I don't know if I've seen you request to speak before. Matthew, how you doing? Hey, Russ. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, appreciate you hopping on here, buddy. What's so I, I have a hot
6: take that may get a lot of flack in, may get a lot of hate on.
1: I love it. I love hot takes. Bring it, <laughs> lay on me. My-
6: First power play, I would say, for a winger, you should move, uh, move Trevor Lewis to it. And here's my reason. Oh, I
1: love it. All right, let's hear it.
6: L.A. If there's one thing I've learned about L.A. in the past ten years since we won the cup, we've never been a team to make these pretty plays. And for L.A. to set up Kempe like he's Ovechkin with a slapper, it's not going to work, and it's very predictable. Yeah. I've I think LA is like better when they're nitty gritty getting the greasy goals, the rebounds. And I think that's what LA needs to do again. Go back to shooting low and getting the rebounds.
1: No, I mean, I actually agree with you. I I I, I might not agree with you on Trevor Lewis, but I'll I'll, I'll come at back at you with this. Go back and watch the Drew Doughty goal. Who is who is skating right in front of Saros when that goal goes in? Did you did you know who it is? Uh I don't remember. <laughs> I'll give you I'll give you the answer. Carl Grunstrom. Carl Grunstrom was on the ice for Drew Doughty's goal skating right in front of UC Saros providing that screen that we were just talking about. And the only reason he was on the ice cuz Quint Byfield went off to go get stitched up or whatever happened with him and like like you just like you're spot on right there right. I mean I, like that's exactly what we need. I don't know if it's Trevor Lewis is the answer but yeah, when you're looking for something to change maybe on the power play or offensively, you need to start creating chances more of like the garbage type, right? Like screening the goal, yeah. time, shooting at pads, doing all that stuff. And Carl Grunstrom is that kind of a player, and that's exactly what he did. He skated right to the front of the net, got in front of Saros, and Saros kind of I, I i have to go back and double check, but I'm pretty sure that's what happened on the replay. Saros couldn't see the puck for a split second, and went right back. I thought it went off of Carl Grunstrom, actually, to be honest with you.
6: Because if you think about, like, other defensemen as well, like, in our in our past, like, uh, Alec Martinez, Willie Mitchell and even uh, Jake Muzzin, they would just flip the puck into the uh towards the goalie and just hope for a lucky bounce or just see what happens versus trying to set up these pretty plays and it's becoming very predictable and that's why I'd rather see I'd rather see the opponents taking more block shots on LA than for them to set up a, a one timer just to get a poke checked and then clear it off into the uh,
1: the neutral zone. Yeah, there there needs to be another strategy there besides that Adrian Kempe one-timer on the power play at least. Because, yeah, like, I mean, teams have, have caught on to that. That's that's something that they're definitely defending. And I, I don't know why they keep kind of trying to force feed that. And Kempe just going keeps creeping lower and lower toward the goal line and making that angle harder and more difficult. And it's just really not happening. I think he has two power play goals on the season. I could be wrong there. But, yeah, that's yeah. something that they just keep trying to – to make happen. And like, so it's like, it's just not going to happen. It's not going to happen.
6: This is where we need the Dustin Brown just to get the, the tip-ins or like the
1: bounces or just anything that like gets
6: our, like our luck because right now we're not getting any of that.
1: I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to say the bad word, but like, that's like when you had a player, I, I, I'm going to, I hate myself for saying this. But when you had a player like Gabe Bellardi. Who is just going to sit in front and just put a stick on the ice? That's kind of what you need right now, right? You just need a player. And it's not even necessarily like it's just because it's Gabe already, but it's just you just need a player just to go down and do it. Provide that off that front line, that net presence. You have six foot five Quentin yeah. Byfield. You have six foot four PL Dubois. Like, why isn't that your main focus? Just get pucks through, create havoc in front of the net, and give me a garbage goal or two. Because if you're at Adrian Kempes, one timer's not there. You have to figure out another way to make a play happen because you can't have Andre Kobachar try to create plays on the half wall because as soon as he gets the puck, he has to turn and try to create a play and see the see the ice because the, because he's another a lefty and it's more difficult for him on that side to do it. So figure something else for out for them to for them
6: to force the force the puck down low. It's not working because they're just clearing it
1: right there and then
6: it's better just to take it to the the top of the slot and just shoot low and hope for the best.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think McClellan actually mentioned that talking about trying to do too much. And it's so funny because like, uh, like especially like five on five when I I forgot who mentioned it, but you had like a two on one chance, you had like four on two chance and you're just, you're doing backhand passes, like no look passes. Like, like give me a shot on goal. Like what there was one, I don't know who shot it, but there was one shot that may have been Gavrikov, kind of just threw it, like, flubbed it towards Soros, and it turned into a rebound chance, like, right in front of him. And I'm thinking to myself, like, holy hell, if that turned into a goal after everything that had happened throughout this entire game, that's how you score? Why the hell haven't you been trying to do something like that the entire game? Like, I, I, exactly. yeah, so.
6: so. Yeah, L.A. needs to go back to their identity of being the nitty-gritty and just getting those lucky goals versus trying to be, like, this – New York Rangers, or even even Edmonton, you know they're not that kind of a team. They're not making these pretty plays. There, they're, there's no player like Connor McDavid on L.A. In my opinion. No,
1: yeah, there's no player in the entire NHL like Connor McDavid. But yeah, especially for a team like L.A., who doesn't really have that superstar, quote unquote, talent on its team, that's gonna just take over the entire ice. Like Kevin Fiala, we see him do that at times. But I like.
6: He's he's been the closest we've had to making pretty plays, but yeah. you know when you think of the run that we had from 2012 and 2014, we had nobody like that. Maybe Toffoli at best, but he had the he had the winger and he had Jeff Carter. You know mm-hmm. he had Tanner Pearson, but even still, they would always go for the low rebounds and just and just get it to the net.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they need to change something up because the what they're trying now isn't working. And maybe that confidence through with what happened through the beginning part of the season of, I mean, they were scoring pretty goal after pretty goal, right? Like there was a lot of nice passing plays that were turning into goals for the Kings, and maybe that kind of got into their head a little bit. Maybe we need to keep doing that. But at this point, you have you're 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 desperate for five on five scoring. You have to just start throwing pucks on on net because uh, what you're trying with all these pretty backhand and no look passes. just isn't really working, so just simple, simplify it. Simplify it. As I, I'm, that's probably going to be the the word that McClellan is going to use the most at practice tomorrow. It's just we need to start simplifying things and play more direct because, uh, like, what they're doing so far is not working. The last few. Yeah,
6: all right. That was my
1: hot take, but I'll let you. I'll let you go. I appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for having. Me yeah, me. thanks for hopping on here. Have a good one.
6: You too.
1: Oh, i I'm, I'm kind of spent, guys. I'm tired. It's 11 o'clock. I need to go home. I think we all need a break tomorrow. I'm going to sign off. (laughs) Uh, Back at it on Saturday, right? That should be fun. Let's see what happens. Maybe we get some lineup adjustments or something. Hopefully tomorrow. I'm not going to hold my breath, but team needs something. Team needs a wake-up call. 13 five-on-five goals in the last 11 games. What is that, 1.1 a game? Uh, that's, I'm not going to cut it. Something needs to change. So we'll see what happens. But I'm going to sign off, guys, head out of here. I appreciate everybody that hopped on here, like always, all the speakers. It's a passionate fan base. We all, we're all hopping on here. I'm hopping on here because we care so much about this team that just loves to disappoint us. So much, and we just we're looking forward to that turnaround. I I, I could I know that turnaround's coming. I could sense it. But we need to do, fix a couple things. Some things need to be changed here and there. but this team is too talented to not to just go out like this. Like they they need they'll pick it up. It's gonna happen. We're going through it right now. We'll see the light. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully on Saturday that'll be the light. Let's all pray. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hop off here. Everybody appreciate you guys hopping on here again. Have a good night.